0: This is a Saltile Media original
1: podcast. Hello, welcome to the Galway podcast. This is Fender Jackson. This episode was recorded in the Dewdrop Inn in December 2023 as part of Galway Bay Segment Club's Christmas party. This is the second part of a two-part series which started last week. So you can check out that interview with Sean Hernan and Karen Cassidy. Okay, let's go straight to this one. This is the Galway Podcast. Hello, who are you and what do you do?
2: Uh, my name is Lima Moron and I'm here this evening as chair of the Galway Bay Cycling
1: Club. So what is this evening?
2: Uh, this evening is to celebrate we as a community, uh, we as a club, um, 153 members and um, some significant events that we run during the year like the bog trials at the beginning of the year and then the Galway Classic which is out in East Galway with the Highfield Crit, with uh, the team in the Ross, then we had a big grinder event out in Mike Cullen later on in the year and you know just and the Sunday spends, and also the social life so we're celebrating we as a club uh, the successes and just to acknowledge you know the ones that make it happen which is the membership
1: and 153 members what's the age group
2: uh, unfortunately this sport uh, tends to be kind of gravitation on the gray hair side of things you know uh, but the future is in the young so thankfully we have a lot of young good riders coming along but most people here tonight are um, uh, ones that uh, are gray hairs but uh, we've, we've got a, a good crop of young people coming along as you'll see in the presentations tonight are you looking to get new members oh continuously like we're Because we're, say, 150-odd, we have from say people who are more into the coffee than the cycling and people who don't want the coffee and do all the cycling and everything in between and because we have a mix of gravel and road and racing and non-racing and sportifs we cater to everyone so we're kind of kid me la for anyone that wants to come along for and, and we start off easy and then you know you grow into into the the type of riding that suits you and suits your i suppose risk profile and your exercise profile and your ambition profile so it's, yeah it's pretty good
1: and you're saying gravel, does that mean mountain biking?
2: Uh, well, it, it's what we would in the old days so call mountain uh, biking, but not mountain biking now is you know, kind of jumping off something kind of, say, mad. It is really, if you think of um, forest roads, very steep, by the way. Um, so Kulce have been doing a great job of opening up their their forests to gravel um, so um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's road bikes but bigger tyres and uh, smaller gearing uh, to go up very very steep uh, hills and so forth
1: What would you say to somebody who would, who would be interested but would question their own fitness
2: um, Give us a call and then we'll meet you and we'll be very encouraging
1: My sister-in-law for example got a bicycle with a battery in it mm-hmm. Would that be encouraged or what?
2: Um, it's the future of cycling, you know, especially for non-racing. Um, so, Cycling Ireland allow us to incorporate um, cyclists with batteries into the club
1: spins. The food's just arrived. Should we pause there?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Steve.
0: <Dave. laughs> yeah, no worries, no
1: worries. Hi. Who are you, and what do you do?
0: I'm Sean Hernan, I'm a member of Galway Bay Cycling Club, Um a keen cyclist and uh, been a member of the club now for the last few years. I did set the Miz and Mallon record in September 2021. Uh, that record was broken earlier this summer and uh, uh, oh, fingers crossed I'm, I'm planning to go back next summer in uh, 2024 and uh, have another stab at breaking that again. What was your record? So the record I had was 17 hours, 20 minutes, uh, it currently stands at about just under two hours uh, sub that, so about 15 hours, 30 minutes, which uh, is actually a huge amount to do, um, but I'm, I am confident, I've looked at this, and I, I think it's possible, uh, all things going well, it's, but I'm not underestimating how difficult it would be. Uh. Was he on a, like a motorbike or, or an electric bike or something? Uh, yeah Hard <laughs> to know true. He's a phenomenal athlete I must is say he? Like, yeah, he's a, So Rona McLaughlin is the guy oh. Who set the record uh, Phenomenal athlete Where's he, he from? He's from Derry And uh, Bloody Derry man I'll Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not from Galway yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess tonight I have to say And put on the face that we're, Yeah we're go- I, I, But I do plan to go for it again And uh, I, I think it's possible Yeah
1: How are you going to find Another two hours To shave
0: off? So uh, in my head, I'm calling it Project 120 to you know, 120 minutes to take off previous time. Uh, it's a mixture of building my power, uh, aerodynamics, and a whole bunch of other factors. It's, uh, as I said, it's, it's, you've got a factor for a lot of things, weather included, need to favorable, you favorable know, tailwind conditions. Um, it's, it, it's a remarkable course. Uh, you know, it's a lot of history involved with that course. It's, everyone knows about it and I just I'm really enthused about going back for it to be honest but it's uh it it will take a lot of planning and as I said I think it's it's definitely doable it's just it's I'm not underestimating how difficult that will be. So you're
1: training now I assume are you?
0: Yeah, correct, yeah, probably since uh, start of October, officially, uh, took a couple of weeks break there beforehand, went to America, break with the family, and yeah, it, 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 you know, to do something like this, you need to build up for over about 10 months or more, um, so it's either going to be May next year, or
1: more likely August, September uh, uh, next year. And are you watching what you eat, for example?
0: Yeah, of course, um nutrition's a huge part and if I'm completely honest, I think nutrition's going to be the hardest bit because um you know what to get to fuel yourself for that kind of event, like over fifteen hours, seventeen hours. It's it's it, it's it just it, people don't realize us how difficult it is to keep eating so so much every hour, like sugars and all that stuff. Like it's just it, while like, while you're cycling, while or? while you're cycling, yeah, and the days beforehand, but on the day you're on the bike, every hour you have to eat so much, and you're so you're you're aerocompromised. You're like you're trying to put so much fuel into your body, and it's a very dis- difficult like physiological. A, you know task if I'm honest so it's it, it's I, I honestly believe nutritional uh, intake is is probably the hardest bit like of the whole challenge because power output uh, maintaining an aero kind of discipline on the bike but but nutrition is definitely like the, the hardest part to kind of maintain power like uh, not just at hour one but at hour 15 and so on yeah
1: so I, I'm really green behind the ears here yeah I assume that you're cycling and eating at the same time. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, correct. You don't come off the bike at all. Um, you're just doing everything on the bike. You know, you're trying you're to take your pee breaks. You're eating everything on the bike. You're so you not just,
1: to uh, I'm going to ask the obvious question. Now, you, you pee yourself, yeah?
0: Yeah. You, well, you know, you, yeah. Look, you try and you pee on the side of the road if you can. If you make the most of going downhill, as all yeah. I say. Yeah, but and, uh, but uh, you know, but uh, make yourself as comfortable as possible on the bike. But uh, it. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, it's yeah, it's a tricky stuff. You, you, the, the, the key is, like, you, you know, try not to stop. So, yeah. you know, every second counts in that type of race,
1: yeah. So you time your farts so that you get mass, maximum <laughs> propulsion out of that, yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, good, that's a good
1: point, yeah. I <laughs> thought yeah. about that one, yeah. Uh, will you wear a special hat for aerodynamics? <laughs>
0: yeah, so I think the big difference this time is to be a bit more focused on aerodynamics compared to 2021. In 2021, I was probably a bit naive. Didn't do anything around that, really. Um, I've learned a lot since, and I think aerodynamics is a huge part. Yeah, it's
1: so. It's- so it has to be. Um- I, I, what does that mean? You, you shave your
0: legs, or? Uh, yeah, shave your legs. Uh, you wear a special helmet. You wear a special skin suit. You uh, try and get your body lean. Kind of, it's just it's a whole combination of factors. I don't want to go into the bore details, but but it's it's hugely hugely important. Over that distance and time, mm-hmm. the minutest detail makes a big difference over for aerodynamics and speed. It's hard to I, underestimate. Yeah.
1: And who's the patron saint of bowel movements? So you'll be praying to that person so that you don't have a bowel movement, or you do have it before and after. The, is that correct?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know what the name. I don't know what the name is, but I, yeah, you do, you're right. Make sure you make sure you go beforehand, and and then hopefully have it saved for after because you do not want to waste time with that. But. I
1: think it's I think it's Saint Douglas. Saint, saint <laughs> Douglas heard. Yeah, oh, he, oh maybe he's, he's a politician. I don't know if he's been yeah. canonised yet, but we used to say going for a Douglas in our school, you know, ah, okay. Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah.
0: yeah, okay, I didn't. That's news to me. Yeah. Or oh, Richard,
1: King Richard, King Richard yeah. The King III. Richard. Yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's, <laughs> that's new to me. Yeah, you.
1: <laughs> so, um, are you going to do any more long-distance tracks between now and then to get the uh, stamina up?
0: Uh, Probably will. I'll probably do events in, like, May. So the season starts in March. I'll do, like, short-distance races, group racing. Really enjoy. Like, one thing for me is I came from, like, a background of long distance, and I'm gradually moving to, like, the short-term racing. So uh, currently A3 and hope to move up to A2 kind of or above, like, next year, like, by doing, like, short group races. Uh, But I will do some long races probably in May, like, 300K events, and then build up to the... Uh, there's only so many of those long distance events you can do, and that's one of the lessons I learned from the last time in 2021. Um, when I set, previously set the record, I had done like an 800 kilometer event the week before, and I, I think I realized that the body maybe wasn't uh, recovered enough, before, mm. like the following week, maybe. Yeah, so you need to allow for
1: that and just be
0: smart. Yeah,
1: I think whenever many marathon runners do their Uh, marathons, they don't do the full marathon beforehand, they do like half marathons and so on
0: Yeah, and I think the the same principles apply here, you need to be kind of clever like, you know, you don't, like physiologically you don't really gain much beyond like you know, four hours, five hours cycling if I'm honest, so Hmm. it's um, the only benefit really of doing long, long cycles is to like, to understand like how you feel, like nutritionally how your body position is, but from a body physiological, it doesn't actually impact so much, so it's um, which helps because I have a young Family, so I think going beyond four hours isn't realistic for me. If I'm honest, how old are you, May? I ask. Yeah, I'm uh, forty-three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm dubious only because I'm I, I find it hard to remember. <laughs> Sorry. I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm, the, same yeah, yeah. I'm in the same boat. I'm the same vote. Yeah, don't worry about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I'm thinking about it, Fernando Alonso. He's forty-one, I think, and he's a Formula One racing driver, and he's still delivering. So. Um, yeah, you've got a bit to go yet, I think. Yeah, yeah hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully more to come, yeah. Can I ask what your day job is? Uh, so I'm, a, I suppose,
0: a lawyer by background. I work, uh, I head up a legal and compliance team for uh, an organisation based out of uh, Dublin and Shannon. Okay,
1: yeah. so you're based in Dublin? Uh,
0: based in Shannon, sorry. Sorry, based in Shannon. I'm based in Galway, but I work out of the Shannon and Dublin office like maybe one or two days a week and then work from home about three days a week, yeah.
1: But you're Galway, born and bred?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm kind of Ironman, like the Wild West, uh, uh, so a place called Etcher Moor, that's where I grew up, and uh, lived abroad for many years, came back to Galway back in 2016, I suppose, thereabouts, so kind of good to be home, and uh, yeah,
1: this where, is my Where did home. you live?
0: Uh, I lived in London for the most part, I worked out in Southeast Asia, Spain and a lot of different parts really, Germany and a few different places, so I've been fortunate to move around, yeah.
1: Philippines or uh, Singapore?
0: Uh, Malaysia, Singapore uh, for the most part out there, but I did travel around, yeah.
1: Did you go to China?
0: Uh, China, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Where did you go? Uh, Beijing, you know, and a lot of those places, like moved the- around and uh, Shanghai, a lot of those kind of big places. Towns, yeah.
1: Didn't go to Yunnan, the Tiger Lieber Gorge, or anywhere like that, no? Uh, no. I used, to, I used to live there. I oh, to, okay. I lived in China for eight years. Oh, okay. Yeah, and lived in London for 15 years. Oh, okay. What part? I lived in Greenwich and um, um, Twickenham, Brick Lane, and um, New Cross. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: So. Very good. Yeah, no, I mm. spent about 12, 13 years in London, and then about probably only about two years in like um in asia i suppose realistically but yeah no mm. but but i'd love to go back to china and a few other parts like just explore it a bit more but mm. outside of the, where i went in the big
1: cities yeah yeah well it's great to come back i mean uh, there's a great saying in chinese which is the fallen leaf returns to its roots okay. yeah. i like that yeah, yeah. Well, Sean, best of luck to you and uh, the whole of Galway is going to be wishing you all the best, I'm sure, you know.
0: Yeah, thank you very much. Lovely chatting to you. Uh,
1: okay. Slang go foil. Slang go foil. <laughs> At Salt Hill Media, we record the life stories of older people as a gift for their future generations we appear to be the only organization on the island of ireland providing this service what does that look like an older person sits and answers questions about their life stories for instance what were their holidays like as children where did their parents meet and what were their jobs where's their final resting place and what about their parents and so on this is a perfect gift for people who hit another milestone for example a retirement gift entering a new decade a significant wedding anniversary or it could just be a regular gift the clever thing about this is that it is a time capsule to be enjoyed for future generations to come some people say but my life story is not that interesting It is interesting to those who follow after you other people remark I could do this myself we say and so you should however more often than not these life stories do not get recorded so we advise that you go to salthillmedia.com and book a recording session for three months time if in three months time your recording has not happened then we will do that for you. Go to salthillmedia.com today to book your life recording. Thank you. This is the Galway podcast. Hello, who are you and what do you do?
3: Hello, my name is Ona McArdle. I am the secretary of Galway Bay Cycling Club. So I'm a cyclist within a club, within the club. Um, which has 153 members, and I act on the committee in a secretarial role within that.
1: What does that mean?
3: Oh, God. Um, so, suppose the secretary, you're kind of the face between the members and um, the committee and Cycling Ireland. So, I'm uh, when somebody new joins the club, or if somebody's potentially interested in joining the club they would um, send an email in and I'm the person who receives the email and corresponds back so um, that's kind of a lot of the role but the other thing is some things around kind of keeping the committee going and trying to keep a broad view of what um, cyclists different cyclists in the club might need so we have um, leisure cyclists we have racing cyclists and we have off-road cyclists as well so just trying to consider all of those and maybe trying to just work with others to consider how best to support um, cyclists in the club, cycling in Galway and um, just generally trying to keep a good ethos and club going
1: It sounds like to me that you actually do all the work uh, you, you, don't have to, you don't have to comment on that but it looks like that
3: Yeah, but it's not true really, you know, so sometimes, you know, you have a name and you have a role, but actually, and I know some committees have kind of only one or two people who do the work, but actually in our committee, we have a lot of, about 10 people in the committee, but everybody has distinct um, contributions. Some of them have quite distinct roles my one is just a bit more involved with members and back but but generally that's not a huge amount of correspondence um, but but I think I, I come from a community work background I do care in the whole idea of collaboration and inclusion and I think that's probably something I do try and bring um, but collaboration and collectivity and inclusion mean that more people need to do more as well so I suppose I'd hope I also try and make sure that i'm not the the one one person doing all scenario or martyr or anything either but um i do like to contribute myself so why not
1: so do you do all the social media stuff too
3: indeed i don't and that is a gap um no i'm not great at that myself i don't have a huge interest i don't have a huge skill base in it um we do have a gap so if anybody's interested um, in coming on to committee or start cycling or contribute then they'd be welcome to fulfil that role yeah there is a gap there I do what I can but it's not a lot
1: I'm thinking that the people who are going to be listening to this are the members of the club so 153 members you say there could be children who are listening to this children of the members so they, if they wanted to help you out you'd be welcome to that
3: yeah, like uh, of course, like young people have a great role to play in loads of ways. But um, I think the, for sure we're very open to if anybody wants to help, whether it's contribute ideas, contribute skills, contribute money, contribute whatever it is, a um, bit of time. They're very welcome. So whether that's people themselves or family members, um, great, all all the better just earlier on uh, a a new guy to the club he's American his wife was here for the first time I've met her and she said look for sure give me a shout if you need help and I said to her we will and thank you
1: (laughs) So in terms of membership how much does it cost?
3: So in order to be a member of Galway Bay Cycling Club you need to be also a member of Cycling Ireland so for the full fees It costs 50 euros to be a member of Cycling Ireland and then 50 euros to be a member of our club. But we, for the club, we have um, different rates for people who are low income, for people who are seniors, for people who are students and for people who are under 18. So at max, it's 100 euros per year.
1: And what are the lower rates?
3: Um, So the Cycling Ireland fee of 50 remains and then the low rates are 20. So 70 per year um, for somebody who fits one of the other categories. Um, So the Cycling Ireland piece provides you with insurance and kind of it's all clubs are part of that. So it's a condition from Cycling Ireland. Um, So for the club fee, um, at its lowest level, it's 20 plus the 50 uh, which makes 70
1: You have Sean Kelly as an honor, I can't say this word or an honorary member is that correct?
3: Indeed Sean lives in Oranmore, and he comes out on some spins and he contributes um, in different ways to different events through, throughout the year um, nice man, lovely to have him part of the club Um, Yeah, and it's amazing for loads of members to be meeting this absolute legend in cycling um, side by side in a spin someday. It's great.
1: I saw him, um, he he was out at one of the crits and I was expecting him to be there for 30 minutes. He was there for maybe seven, eight hours. It was unreal.
3: Yeah, yeah, he's a lovely man. He really loves cycling and he's very supportive of different layers and levels of cycling, so we're very lucky to have him as part of the club as well so yeah it's a real privilege
1: what made him join up and support you guys
3: it's probably geography a lot to do with it but um, I don't know you'd need to ask him for the answer um, but I think that it is that bit he does like to see clubs that are supporting racing and supporting cycling at different levels and he he just I don't know um, he he's happy to be associated with, I suppose, clubs and groups that are doing, um, yeah, trying to promote and include and uh, develop cycling, so maybe that's partly why.
1: Do you still cycle? Indeed I do. At Salt Hill Media, we record the life stories of older people as a gift for their future generations we appear to be the only organization on the island of ireland providing this service what does that look like an older person sits and answers questions about their life stories for instance what were their holidays like as children where did their parents meet and what were their jobs where's their final resting place and what about their parents and so on this is a perfect gift for people who hit another milestone for example a retirement gift entering a new decade a significant wedding anniversary or it could just be a regular gift the clever thing about this is that it is a time capsule to be enjoyed for future generations to come some people say but my life story is not that interesting It is interesting to those who follow after you other people remark I could do this myself we say and so you should however more often than not these life stories do not get recorded so we advise that you go to salthillmedia.com and book a recording session for three months time if in three months time your recording has not happened then we will do that for you. Go to salthillmedia.com today to book your life recording. Thank you. This is the Galway Podcast. I love that, I believe it's in France, where if there's a collision between a cyclist and a pedestrian, this cyclist is assumed guilty unless... It can be proven otherwise and if there's a collision between the cyclist and a car the car is assumed guilty unless it can be proved otherwise Yeah. what do you feel about that
3: oh it makes a lot of sense i think yeah because people don't cycle you don't cycle on the roads particularly in ireland other parts of the world where cycling is not easy in relation to um, car spaces and that you don't you don't operate there deliberately to put risk to yourself, so and I and I do see it, you see it a lot. Cars just don't see you, they don't notice you, they don't rate you, they don't really seem to kind of actually really acknowledge or recognize you on the road. So, um, okay, I, I'd hate to be behind the wheel of a car and I did any damage to anybody, cyclist, pedestrian, whatever. Um, you know, I, I just but our roads aren't great for cycling, but that said. Um, if you cycle in a group if you cycle on Sunday mornings when our spins are you are more protected because you have um, kind of it's harder for a a car to ignore you when you're more substantial on the road and I know car drivers often don't like that that you're kind of in their way but it is one way of protecting yourself you're not there just to be an obstruction Um, you're pedaling along as fast as you can Um, and usually there's a moment in which you can pass safely Um, but I wish people would have a bit more patience.
1: And what's a good rule of thumb whenever a motorist is overtaking a cyclist? In terms of distance, a metre and a half, two metres? the The way I see it is if there's a person on a bicycle and I'm a single person in a car, they've got just as much right so I treat them like a car, I give them the car's distance. What do you feel about that?
3: Yeah, I think that's very true. Um, They they do say 1.5 and those 1.5 metres distance between the car and the cyclist. I know there was efforts at introducing legislation towards that. Um, I know it fell by the wayside, maybe temporarily, hopefully. Um, But I I do think it would educate drivers no more than seatbelts. Eventually, we copped on into kind of forcing people to do what actually is probably good practice. So... Mm
1: so what is your message to anybody who's listening to this who would like to join the club but hasn't cycled in a long time or has a child and the child is really interested in cycling but uh, the parents want to know if the child is too young or not
3: i suppose like we're the parents of now adult children and we cycled with our kids we used to bring them on footpaths areas we taught them good road sense Um, I think you can't mitigate against bad drivers so I do understand a fear for parents of children um, but I I think the bike is a lovely thing and I think for me who's now 53 um, I only really started cycling properly about seven years ago I love it I think it's a huge it's hugely benefited my life and my fitness um, and uh, I often quote um, my colleague on the bike who's here tonight who is 78 now and only took up cycling 10 years ago so I don't think you're ever too old I actually don't think you're ever too young like if you can walk you can you can be trained into cycling and cycling for older people is quite forgiving on the body um, in a way that other sports is not so much um, so you know, I, I it's it's fantastic. I love it. Um and I love it in a way that's hard to describe. Um but part of why I love it is the social dimension. It is such fun, interesting meeting, interesting people. Um so a bit like, you know, you know, I like the pub too. But this is daytime exercise, interesting conversations, <laughs> nice engagement, wider scope of people. Um, I just think there's a lot to be said for it particularly joining the club some people cycle on their own um, but I think a club just connects you into other people who love the bike and uh, really opens up your world perspective even around what you can do on the bike and the different types of cycling and the kind of different ways that cycling can be part of your life
1: what happens so if like you're, you join the club but then you're being left miles behind
3: so generally with three groups on the road um so the the slowest group do a kind of a pace of maybe 21 22 kilometers an hour speed um maybe their distance is about 60 kilometers um distance um the ethos of that group Um, And the next group up is leave no one behind. Um, Now, at times it is difficult for somebody who's not quite even at that speed or at that distance to kind of get to that level. And often it's in people's heads as well that they're concerned or afraid or holding people back. But our ethos is, you know, out of a few times you'll come on, you'll get faster. The club does things like bike skills, regular bike for life programs. Um, and I suppose the one message I'd give if somebody's curious then get in touch and find out Um, but we're very we really are inclusive and we really do like encouraging cycling so if there's things we could do to help people along the way who are willing to kind of muck in with us and you know turn up and uh, kind of give it a go then we're glad to help. Um, but what we need to do is know where the people are, you know, um, and and even just get in touch and say, look, next time you're on the Bike Skills session, would you let me know or um, what would getting, joining mean? Um, and just actually, the other thing is, for people who are interested and already cycle, they can come out three times even before committing to join the club. So... Um, it's worth a try, um, but but sometimes the hardest bit is just getting in touch and saying, what's the story? And, and the next bit is just turning up. So that's the one thing I'd say is, yeah, get in touch, turn up, see what happens next.
1: Where's your favourite places to cycle for a leisurely stroll on a Sunday afternoon with your kids or young kids? I'm just thinking about, uh, so people who are working up to that 22 kilometres an hour or the people who are training their kids, uh, road safety, and all the rest. Where's a good place for uh, place? I think in scenery as well as safety.
3: Oh, it depends. I suppose it depends where you live. It depends on how far you want to do. County goal. De, de, mm, yeah It also depends though, on, uh, you know what age the kids. Like you know, very basic along the canal there at the university, is a nice little place, safe for for kids to cycle. Um, I I like the back road personally to Bridget's Gardens Um, if you can get over the initial road out past Bushy Park and then you can turn off um, just there after the Barnet turn off I don't know the names any of the roads um, and take the back roads there Uh, Bridget's Gardens I like that a lot Uh, it's probably one of my favourite routes but on Sunday mornings we often do an Athan Rye. Kind of direction: Clarenbridge, Rye Mary actually is lovely uh, route, trying to get off the main road as much as possible, but not always easy, particularly with a bigger group. But
1: my final question: You'll be glad to hear, and it is: What lies ahead for the future of Galway Bay Cycling Club?
3: Or who knows? But the club is—it's diverse, it's inclusive. It's—I don't know what lies ahead, but the club is interested in doing more. And doing more kind of creative things. And you can see that over the last couple of years. So gravel has become a feature. Some big events. The um, Classic, with Gravel Grinder. Um, there is a lot for different types of people. Um, people who want to race. People who want to go a bit slower. People who want to just a bit of crack. Um, so like we try different things um, as time goes on and we're interested in the ideas of members to hear and particularly if they're willing to kind of follow through with some of them so like in April for example there's 40 of us going on a cycling trip to Girona the first week 20 people are doing gravel the following week 20 people are doing road but that's a lovely social occasion, good crack in Spain uh, people cook together it's a really nice um, atmosphere and and I think what's great about the club is that we've managed to do something which I used to be afraid of I used to be kind of afraid of sport I thought sport was only for a certain type of people but I think what Galway Bay cycling Club has and does well is embraces different types of cyclists um, and I suppose it'd be nice to kind of build on that um, and do more on that and in particular it'd be nice to particularly do more with younger members children and young people but for the moment there isn't a lot of people who have the time to devote to that but that'd be nice down the road too.
1: Una the club is its members the club is the organisation may I say you've spoken so well and I think the club's in good hands as long as you're the secretary. So good on you.
3: Thanks very
1: much. You're welcome. Slán go Good
3: morning. Slán.
1: This has been a Social Media original podcast and production. This podcast is unfunded. To date, we have not even run ads that generate an income. At Salt Hill Media, we pride ourselves on spreading positivity in a world that we believe can do with it. If you like what it is that we do, then why not support us? You can do so by going to salthillmedia.com and buy us a coffee. Alternatively, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash the Ireland podcast. If you cannot afford to or would prefer not to make a donation, you can support us in other ways by encouraging family or friends to listen. Or you can leave a positive rating on your podcast player. And while you're in there, why not look up Salt Hill Media to see what other podcasts we are producing which may be of interest. Finally, you can follow us on your favorite social media channel. We appreciate all of your support. Thank you.